Group experience is a new and refreshing way for you, your friends, or your family to travel. Check the show notes to learn more. What is going on? This is Stevie G, and you are listening to DBE, the podcast designed for students of travel. No matter where you're listening, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, thank you for tuning in. You can also listen by visiting groupexperience.com, the official home of the Destinations Beyond Expectations podcast. Make sure to follow Destinations Beyond Expectations and Group Experience on social media so you can stay up to date with everything travel. For this episode, we are doing a Destination Rewind to Columbia Falls, Montana. It's always fun having friends and family appear on the show, and my sister Cindy was the one who took this epic trip, so she'll be joining us to share her unique experience to this absolutely beautiful destination. Okie dokie, let's get to this Destination Rewind in Columbia Falls. Cindy, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. How are you? I'm good, Stevie. How are you? I am fabulous, and I'm so glad you're on the show today. Uh, because you took a really epic trip to Montana. Tell me, like, give me the background. How did that, how did you get inspired to take that trip? I did. So me and a couple of my friends from work, we decided we needed a little bit of a break. We work in the service industry and things have been tough. So we decided to go on vacation. Um, We chose Montana because we wanted to go somewhere to adventure and hike. We really wanted to see snow. Um, So it was kind of like the perfect destination for us. Cool. Let's start with day number one. Day one. How did your trip start? Yeah, so we flew into Kalispell, Montana. Um, It's kind of a smaller airport, so the prices are a little bit more expensive uh, than like an international airport, but that's okay. It was totally worth it. So once we landed, we got to our Airbnb. It was on a really nice golf resort. Which, by the way, was the Meadow Lakes Golf Resort. Um, And we kind of explored around a little bit. We just walked around the area around us. We saw some deer on the patio, which was really cool just to welcome us there. We also went to the Super One grocery store, which is like, it was like the main supermarket there. They had everything. And our favorite thing was the discounted uh, adult beverages. Those were delicious there. So what are the vibes like when you get there? Like, is it what you expected? How's the weather? Like, tell me about that. Yeah, it was the weather was absolutely perfect. It was between like the upper 30s and 60s the whole time. We got to see snow on the floor. We didn't see it falling, though. Um, But that was a great experience. I'm from Florida. So seeing snow anytime is amazing. Even if it's already on the floor, that is okay with me. The people there are super friendly, too. I feel like it's very everyone is in touch with nature. It's very outdoorsy. And so um, they're very welcoming as far as I can say. Cool. So you get to Montana, you you check into your Airbnb. Everything's cool. Um, You go to their supermarket. Um, Is there anything else that you really do on, on your first day there? On the first day, we then talked to some of the local people there, the people that were working at the resort, um, the people at the supermarket, and we kind of wanted to see what what they recommended, what hikes they recommended, restaurants, anything like that. And talking to the locals is how you're really going to find the good spots, which is exactly what we did. Um, But the rest of the day, we got there around 3 to 4 p.m., so we kind of just went to the supermarket, we bought our dinner. We settled down for the night so that we could have a full day the next day, and we kind of planned out what we wanted to do. 
perfect. So let's let's actually jump to day number two. Day two. So on day number two, we actually went to Glacier National Park. Um, we went during the end of April. So the main road there is called the Going to the Sun Road. And you can drive on it for about like 15, 20 miles. And then it was closed off because there was so much snow blocking the road. Um, And because they are still, even though it's not technically winter, they are still in their winter. So we weren't able to go all the way down on that road, but we still did get to see Lake McDonald, um, which is a huge lake. I believe it's about 10 miles long. Absolutely stunning. There was snow on the mountains behind it. The water was so still. It was like glass. That was just amazing to see. Also, because we were kind of there during the end of April, it's kind of like off season for them because it's not, they're not fully in winter, but they're not fully in summer yet. Um, so a lot of tourists aren't there. It's a very weird time. So we kind of had the park to ourselves as far as we were. Um, they, they stop cars though, like I said, about 15, 20 miles in. So if you got a bike, which you can rent from a lot of the places, around there you can bike further down um you just can't take your cars so if you were going there i would definitely look into their e-bikes um it's really amazing experience and you may have said this but if you didn't remind me is this something you guys had picked out to do or is this something that was suggested to you to visit by a local we definitely wanted to go to Glacier National Park. Um, I wasn't sure how far we could get in and stuff because I knew that the snow was blocking a lot of it. But so the locals did tell us that some of it was blocked and they were the ones that suggested to do the e-bikes. Cool. So after this stop, what's next for your day? So we spent a couple hours there. We kind of just drove around. Honestly, seeing all the mountains and the scenery was really nice. Being out in the cold weather was amazing, too, because in Florida, I just left 80, 90 degree weather, all the humidity. Um, so just being able to be in like 30 and 40 degree weather was so refreshing. There was no humidity. Um, which is nice for my hair because it wasn't so frizzy and we were just enjoying it. We were making snow angels, throwing snowballs, anything that the Florida kids would do. So after we were done spending a majority of our day, we actually went to one of the local coffee shops that our Airbnb host recommended. Um, all their coffee shops are really cute. They, a lot of them in the town that we were in, which is called Columbia Falls, they are like mini trailers and they're on wheels. So they are all portable. Um, and it's normally just like a one or two person ran little business and they were so cute and all the coffees were amazing there. So we got that, um, a couple in the group who didn't like coffee did get hot chocolate which was perfect for the weather and then we went back to our airbnb where we enjoyed the hot jacuzzis there while drinking our coffees and hot chocolates and that's kind of how we wrapped up our day two day three Cool. So day number three, take me through it. So day three, using the All Trails app, uh, we found some pretty good trails that we wanted to do. And so day three, we decided to do the Gary Outlook Trail. Um, So the Gary Outlook Trail is in the Flathead National Forest. And on the All Trails app, it said it was 3.3 miles total. This hike was so amazing. I mean, first of all, it was just on the side of Highway 2, which is like the main highway that Um, is on the way to Glacier National Park. It's kind of just a pull-off on the side of the road, so it was pretty hidden. You really had to know where you were going to get there. There weren't any signs or anything saying that this is the start of the trailhead. Um, But once we parked and we found out where we were going, um, there was a pretty clear path. There was so much snow on the path, though. I mean, 
we were hiking. Um, sometimes we would fall to our knees and sometimes we would fall all the way to our waist actually in snow and we didn't have snowshoes or anything. So we just had some good old hiking boots and, uh, we made do with it, but it was totally worth it. The views at the top were amazing. And we were the only people on this trail at the time. So the whole three plus miles, we were completely by ourselves. It was the perfect time to see like bears and moose. Unfortunately, we didn't. Again, a lot of the locals were telling us we weren't seeing animals just because the time of the year, um, because a lot of animals are still in hibernation. But that is all right. We were so happy just to be there. Cool. So you have a pretty successful hike. You get some great pictures and have some great views. You trek through the snow. Um, What's next? So yeah, that hike actually, it took a lot longer, even though it's three miles, it took, um, probably almost about like three to four hours just because, uh, it was very steep. Um, and we enjoyed our time once we got there, you know, we sat at the, sat at the top a little bit, talked a little bit, had some fun. But once we came back down, we were super, super hungry. So we made our way through a little town. It was called Hungry Horse. Um, There's a huge dam that's really popular in this area, too. But we stopped at one of the shops. Um, They had like local Native American artifacts and crafts. So we stopped in one of those shops. Um, We got some pretty cool things. The two guys that we went with, they got some uh, knives that they were really excited for. Um, Me and the other girl that went, we got some jewelry which was awesome and while we were there we also got some bear spray just to be safe on our next hike because the locals also recommended that and so did the internet um just in case we were to encounter a bear so we got some of that and the people at the shop were super welcoming super nice they were giving us a lot of information and they were just telling us about uh one of the dinner spots that a lot of the locals like to go there it was a nice burger joint so we also decided to stop there uh for some afternoon munchies and drinks and it was delicious it sounds like talking to a local really or talking to locals really really helped you guys out are you happy that you did that Absolutely. I know it can kind of feel awkward going up to a stranger and just asking what they recommend, but they are the people that live there all the time year round. And so they really know what they're talking about and they're going to give you what the internet isn't going to tell you or what the random people on the internet may not know. Um, So I think it's always smart to ask them. Cool. So you have a great meal. Um, What is your next stop? So after we eat, we wanted to do a little bit of exploring around a city and hopefully get some souvenirs and stuff like that for friends and family. So we decided to go to the town of Whitefish, which was about a 20 minute drive from Columbia Falls, which was the town we were staying in again. Whitefish is one of the bigger cities in Montana. Um, It is a big ski area. And so... Again, we were at a weird off-season time, so the ski slopes had just closed about a week before we got there. Um, So unfortunately, we couldn't ski, but there was still a lot of snow on the mountains, which was cool. We got to see like the ski lift and the ski lodges, which was just really neat to see. Um, Around the area of Whitefish, they have tons of little stores. They had coffee shops. They had uh, souvenirs and gifts that you could get, little local businesses. And they also had amazing food and beers. Um, And that was really a great time. One of the cooler places we went to was called uh, Bulldog Saloon. Um, If I'm not wrong, I think that's the name of it. And this is definitely an adult bar. So I don't know if you have younger kids, if you'd want to go there because they have some very funny and adult like pictures in, in there and in the bathrooms. There's also like a little mini casino in the back of it, but they had wings 
Um, and one of those sauces on the wings that you could get was huckleberry hot sauce. Now, huckleberry is like the huge, like main selling thing there. I, it's like the town's like Montana's big thing. Um, they have like huckleberry soaps, candles, etc. And so we tried this huckleberry hot sauce and it was absolutely delicious. But just the whole experience in the Bulldog Saloon was very cool. Um, the customers were silly and a little crazy and the staff was amazing. So that was a really neat experience. But we also got some really cool souvenirs for our friends and families. And yeah, white, the, the little city of Whitefish is pretty cool. Yeah, I think some of the best experiences can be shared over a meal. So that's great that you guys got to to do that there in Whitefish. About how much time did you spend in Whitefish when you were there? Uh, we were probably in the town, like looking around, shopping and eating for maybe like two to three hours. And then it probably took us like an hour to go up to the ski slopes because it's a little bit further from like the main part of the city. Um, so it probably took us an hour to go do that. So we spent a good like three to four hours there, I'd say. Cool. So you check out Whitefish and that is about it for day number three, right? Yes. Alrighty, so day number four, this is probably my favorite day. So this was actually the day that we were supposed to leave, but we booked a later flight in the day so that we'd have almost the whole day like a full day to get stuff done. Um, So we woke up pretty early. And again, thanks to the All Trails app, we found this hike and I'm not 100% sure on how to pronounce it, but it on All Trails is called the Skamua Lake Trail. Again, this was a random little pull-off on the side of Highway 2, and I couldn't find a single thing on the internet about it. I was trying to find like tag places on Instagram or Facebook, and this hike was not coming up. Um, so when I was looking at the app, it shows you how to get there, but it was kind of unclear on the directions. So I was kind of leading our group to there. And I was like, you know, I don't even know if there's going to be a hike at this location. We were kind of hoping for the best. Well, we get there. Lo and behold, there is a hike. It is a very like weird path at first. And it starts off the first mile. It is all like straight uphill. And there is ice on this uphill. So we are slipping. It was probably really unsafe. Um, it was super steep. But we decided to keep trekking on and you can follow your path on the all trails app compared to like other people. So we knew we were kind of on the right path. Um, After probably about an hour and a half of hiking, we get to the most amazing view I think I've ever seen in my life. Again, on this hike, we didn't pass a single other person. So we are completely secluded and this hike led you to a frozen lake literally in the middle of the mountains with no one around you. It was so quiet. Um, that was just one of the coolest things to me. It was really like we were in touch with nature. We were just by ourselves. Um, we heard some animals off in the distance. We didn't get to see any, unfortunately, but hearing them was cool enough. Um, and I just think that was a really cool experience. And again, like we kind of got lost on the trail. Sometimes we were hiking in knee deep snow again, but the final view made the whole hike that we were like complaining about and we were freezing and made it all worth it. All right. Awesome. So you have a, a wonderful hike. You don't get to see any animals, but you can experience them sort of in a way that you were talking about, you know, by hearing them. Um, after this hike, uh, is there anything else you do on your trip before you leave? So while we did get a lot of souvenirs already, we still wanted to go. They had a lot of unique, um, 
They had a lot of unique antique shops in Columbia Falls or like in the surrounding area. So we went to a couple of those like you could find some really cool things there. Some like older things, some like picture frames that said Montana on it. Um, Just very unique things. And one of the I say like quote unquote antique shops, um, the lady was also selling a lot of like the local businesses products. So she was selling like different candles, um, like coffees, teas, other stuff like that, that some of the locals make, which is really cool because you get to support a local Columbia Falls residents and you get a really cool gift out of it too. So I got a Huckleberry candle, which I don't regret buying at all because it's one of the most amazing things I've ever smelt. And then after that, I mean, you're off to the airport, right? And that's that's your trip. Yeah, we went to the airport and that is how we ended our trip. Yep. So it sounds to me like this was a pretty successful trip in your books, no? Or tell me. Absolutely. Uh, we really we only had four days off because we could only get so many off of work altogether. But we definitely packed all the four days in with so many activities, so much stuff to do. And we all said it was a much needed break. We definitely got that. But we also got adventure out of it. And yeah, it was very, very well worth it. It seems like the All Trails app played a really big role in your trip. Is that something you knew about before going on the trip or how did you discover it and would you recommend it to other people? It is. So there, the way I found it was a girl that I followed on Instagram who does a lot of hikes. She um, like suggested this app all the time. So I decided to just check it out. And literally anywhere you are, as far as I know in America, I don't know about other countries. I feel like it would work in other countries. But I know in America, wherever you are, you can put your exact location and it'll show you like like the closest 30 or 40 hikes in your area. So it gave us a lot of hikes and you can adjust it too from like intermediate, moderate, or like the hardest type of hikes, depending on your skill level and how far you want to go. So you can find a hike that's only a mile long. Some of the hikes on there, we didn't have time for this, but they were about like 15, 20 miles, which, which is very long and difficult. Um, So you can kind of customize the hike that you want to do and they'll give you a lot of options like that. Another thing is they put like dog friendly or kid friendly on on hikes so you can know which ones um, certain people or animals can go on. So you went on this trip sort of in like late spring, right? Is that a would you say that was a good time to go? Were you happy with that time of year that you guys chose? So it's interesting. Yes and no. Um, We went and. It was off season, so a lot of their winter was closed down, like skiing and snowboarding because there wasn't enough snow um, just for the safety of people. But it wasn't summer yet either, so like um, the water parks, rock climbing, stuff like that, a lot of that was shut down too. So it was very, very weird for us, but the thing that was nice is, again, like I said, we had the park to ourselves. All the hikes we did, we did not pass a single person on any of them. And it was because it's it's a weird time. People aren't really traveling. It's a weird time for tourists to go because not so much is open. Um, so while we didn't get to do the cool things like skiing and stuff that we kind of wanted to do or wished to do, it was also really neat um, to kind of be by ourselves and stuff. Another thing that was kind of smart is that if you're someone who is concerned about COVID or you like to be socially distanced, it, it was a great time to go. And it's a great destination Um Because the parks are so big and nature is so wide that you're not going to pass many people. And so you can always be safe in that way. Is there anything that you really wanted to see that you just didn't have the time to get to do? Or like if you could go back, what's something that you would see that you didn't get the chance to do? 
I wish we would have seen um, animals, specifically bears or moose. I was really hoping for that. Um, also, another thing I recommend doing is following, if you're going to a specific place, following like a Facebook group. So I was following a Facebook group for a, the few weeks heading up to this trip. It was called Friends of Glacier National Park. And it was a lot of like locals giving their tips and tricks on how to like navigate throughout the park and stuff and it's a lot of people who are visiting they post their pictures so you can kind of get an idea of like what the weather is going to be like or what you're going to see and the few weeks after we got back they a lot of people were posting pictures of animals that they were seeing in bears that were get, coming out of hibernation so that kind of stunk that we did not get to see any of the bears and hopefully if i go again fingers crossed we'll see them next time well, Cindy, it sounds like you had a, a really awesome trip, and I really appreciate you coming on to share your journey with, with all of us. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. A big DBE thank you to Cindy for joining me this week. Make sure to add Columbia Falls, Montana to your travel list, especially if you love hiking and the outdoors. You can get everything DBE on the show's official website, dbetravel.com. A great way to support this podcast is to rate and review wherever you listen. And if you know somebody who likes to travel, tell them about the Destinations Beyond Expectations podcast. Well, that is all I've got for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great day, everyone, and I will talk to you soon.